Hey y'all, it's your girl Jessica Williams and this is the Zeal Real Podcast where we zealously promote positive thinking to eliminate negative thinking. Let's get into it. So first off, let me just say happy Monday to (laughs) y'all. Happy Monday. Let's be worry free. Let's move in faith. Let's love in action. And not worry because worrying does not add an ounce, an inch or anything to our lifespan. So, y'all, today I want to touch on communication because I noticed yesterday on how people fail to communicate because either they don't know how or they just automatically get flustered that it doesn't come across the way that it needs to. So, I was actually... I'm going to tell y'all a quick story before I get to the positive word. So I went to American Deli yesterday. (laughs) By the way, y'all, my fast of no fried foods was very successful. I went three days, no fried foods, no red meat. Actually, I didn't eat at all. I just had coffee, tea, and water. So if you're looking to fast, you know, Ask God to give you strength and he will give it to you. Because I have never went three days without food. So that definitely was a sense of accomplishment. So yeah, I had to reward myself, you know. (laughs) But anyway, I went to American Deli. And it was a gentleman in front of me. Which I could feel his pain. You know, they did need to sprinkle a little bit more on there. But it's a form of... It's a way that we say things, you know, that will get things done. And that's something I have learned. So the gentleman had lemon pepper wings, which is one of my favorites as well. And the guy that worked there said that the customers basically couldn't touch the sprinkler, the seasoning. So the man said, hey, man. That's all the lemon pepper you're going to put on there? And um, the guy was like, well, you know, I do apologize. But, okay, so after he said, man, that's all you're going to put on there. He said, I can't do it. That's what he said. He was like, why can't I just do it? And the man said, well, I apologize, but we have to sprinkle it for you. Okay, so what I noticed in that was, He got flustered very quick. And it was about something so small. I mean, it's seasoning, right? So why is that anything that we would get worried about? Well, a lot of times, you know, when you go out, you want things to be right, especially if you don't eat out that much. Even if you do eat out every day, you still want the food to be good. You want it to be how you want it because it's your hard-earned money and all of that good stuff. Okay, so what I noticed is that, one, he got flustered. So that stopped him from being able to communicate effectively because he got flustered. He let his feelings get into it instead of saying, well, 
Can you put a little bit more on there? So he start, he, he basically, he kept going on about, this is crazy. Y'all won't even let us sprinkle it on there ourselves. He was just going on and on. And in my head, I'm thinking, all you got to do is tell the man to sprinkle you some more lemon pepper on there. And I bet he would do it. But he didn't even mention that because he was so caught up in not being able to do it himself. Now, I know in life, in anything, sometimes, you know, when we're waiting on God, we like to do things ourselves. And if we can't do it ourselves, we might get a little flustered. But y'all, this is not the time to get flustered. This is the time to talk to God. So before I get on that, let's just say he would have said, sir, can you sprinkle me some more lemon pepper? That would have killed the flusteredness. That would have killed him having an attitude. And he probably didn't even enjoy his food because he was upset that he couldn't do it himself. So, y'all, we we have to learn how to communicate what it is that we need and what we want. The other person can't read your mind. So, yeah, you may say, well, I'm an empathetic person. I feel for other people. So I I feel like, you know, I can anticipate another person's needs. Kudos for you, because I can too. I understand what you mean. But I had to learn the hard way. One, everyone is not like me. I can't expect just because if someone comes to a restaurant and tells me or I tell someone hey, this is what it is today. Just to let you know, we don't have this product. You know, I may communicate. If someone comes to the restaurant that I work at, I'll communicate and say, hey, just to let you know, I know you ordered that drink, but we don't have all the ingredients in that drink. I have learned, you know, just just ask questions. Ask questions and actually communicate how I feel in a nice way. So communication, there are different, there are different types of communication. There are five types of communication. Now, honestly, nonverbal is the most important because someone's facial expressions can tell it all. They can say, oh, I'm good. And their facial expression will literally say the opposite. So nonverbal communication is number one. What we do while we speak, a lot of times say more than the words that we say, you know? So be mindful of how you look at people. Be mindful of your your eye gestures, your face movement, your mouth movement. (laughs) Be mindful of those that have that little eyebrow that likes to curl up or do some kind of extra flip because they're mad or feeling some kind of way. So nonverbal communication. Number two, verbal communication. Your tone is important. Watch your tone when you're speaking to people. You know, we can, we can get a lot of things done if we just learn how to speak to people. I always tell people, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. And obviously, 
a lot of people don't realize how they come across because that used to be me. I used to not realize that I was very, I guess, strong speaking because people would say like, I don't like how you talking to me. And I'd be like, what are you talking about? And instead of being defensive, if someone says, hey, I don't like how you're talking to me, maybe look at it from a different perspective. And if you feel that you are kind of getting upset, you might really be talking a little crazy. So be willing to take it down a notch. Number three, written communication. Whether it's an email, a note, you know, a little Facebook post, a tweet. Those forms of communication have the same goal to get out information in a, in a clear and concise manner. So when it comes down to written communication, y'all, watch how you word things. Watch the exclamation marks, you know, the periods. If someone says, hey, I got a new job today, you know, you need to have a little excitement in that text message that you send back. Saying congratulations, dot, dot, dot. That wouldn't be the correct way to respond to someone saying, hey, I just got a new job. Congratulations with the exclamation mark will make a feel will make a person feel so much better than congratulations dot 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 so there's a way to communicate effectively in written communication as well listening is a form of communication active listening you know it takes you being off of your phone people say all the time oh i'm listening but you're on your phone now If it's understood that, hey, they're trying to do something and y'all just having a conversation, cool. But people like people's undivided attention. They don't want you dividing up your attention with other people and other things. No one wants to communicate with Facebook. You're scrolling on Facebook and they're talking about something serious. No one wants to communicate with someone that's not listening. It makes them feel unworthy Some people say, oh, I don't care, but you do care because everyone wants to be heard. So let's not have so much pride that we just say we don't care about things. Because I've heard people say, oh, it don't bother me if they're not listening to me. Well, you wouldn't talk to them if you didn't want them to listen. So that's honestly not true. So let's be real about these things. So, so far we have nonverbal communication, verbal communication written communication, listening, and last but not least, visual communication. Visual communication can go into videos, images. You know how people like to send memes? (laughs) They love to put celebrities in these different memes. A meme is a way of visual communication, a picture, a video. You know, think about things from a different perspective when it comes to social media. Social media can convey different meanings. What we put on our social media, you know, people may put, you know, crying kids on their social media and try to crack a joke about children. 
One parent may think it's funny, another parent may not. So it's what you are trying to portray. What point are you trying to get across? When we communicate, y'all, we need to, one, listen, pay attention to your gestures, pay attention to how you respond. You know, our, our, when, when it comes to communicating verbally, do you sound disinterested? Is your response like blah? Like, are you responding with no energy at all? And this person is super excited. You know, how are you coming across? We need to pay attention to these things. Are you nervous? Are you excited? All of these things factor into communication. So understanding how you communicate is the first step to communicating more effectively. So let's pay attention, y'all, and let's do better. So the definition of communicate is is basically to convey, you're, you're conveying a message. And when it comes to conveying a message, it's important to not be one-sided. You know, you can't possibly be an effective communicator and you're one-sided on things. That's not how that works. It's also the imparting or exchanging of information or news. So you're presenting something. It's also the means of sending or receiving information, such as phone lines or computers. So when it comes to conveying a message, ask God to help you. You may feel a little awkward when it comes to communicating. But y'all, we... We could live life so much easier if we just learn how to communicate what it is that we want. The guy yesterday with the lemon pepper wings, he could have enjoyed his wings if he would have just communicated. Sir, can you sprinkle some more lemon pepper? Because before he left out the door, y'all, he was like, this is crazy. Man, I knew I should have just went somewhere else. And he was just going on and on about it. And all of that negativity that he was putting out there, I bet he bit one of those wings and was immediately upset. Because as the dude was sprinkling, he was like, dude, you didn't even get all the wings. You didn't even sprinkle. And see, if that was me, if I if, if someone said, hey, excuse me, you, you didn't get all the wings. Can you, you know, he didn't say, can you sprinkle some more? But in my mind, if I didn't get all the wings with lemon pepper. Oh, let me go back over here and sprinkle some more. But obviously it didn't click in the other guy's mind. He could have not cared. He could have not been paying attention. You know, whatever the case may be. But it was up to the guy to say, okay, well, since this gentleman, here's what I'm saying about you didn't get lemon pepper on all of them. Let me tell him what I want. Because some people, they like to beat around the bush. Don't beat around the bush about something that you want, about something that you need. So when it comes to communicating to God, we're going to factor this to communicating with God. Yes, God knows everything that we do and say before we do and say it. He knows what we need. He knows what we want. 
But one thing about it, you ask and you shall receive. You knock and the door will be open unto you. So it's up to you to talk to God and say, Lord, this is the desire of my heart. Help me to figure out a way to get the desire of my heart. I guarantee you, your prayers will be answered. See, a lot of things that we desire, we haven't asked. And when we ask, we don't have the faith to receive it. Because when a lot of times when we ask for things, we want to do things on our own. Just like the gentleman with the lemon pepper. He wanted to sprinkle it himself. That's understood. But if you can't do it yourself, then you need to ask, right? So if you can't get through something on your own, if you feel as though you don't have the strength on your own, ask God to help you to endure. You have to ask God to help you to get through it. Stop trying to do it on your own. Stop trying to take matters into your own hands because it's not for you to do. Whether it's dealing with a family member, whether it's things financially, whether it's, you know, you might be worried about the coronavirus, whatever it may be, it is time to talk to God and stop worrying. It is time to have faith and ask and you shall receive. So this week, y'all, I want y'all to ask God for what you want. Write it down. People are always telling me what it is that they want to do in life, but they haven't written it down. And there are some things that I have written down that I had forgotten about. And if I didn't go back and read it, I would have never. Now, who's to say God could have gave me the idea back? Sure. But come on now, we got to hold ourselves accountable. You can't expect God to do everything. Yeah, we got some power to speak things into existence, but we got to move in faith too. Faith without works is dead. So when you have faith, you got to work. A part of working is writing it down and making it plain. Hackabook 2 and 2, go read it. Write a vision, make it plain. So write out what you need for God to do this week. Don't be afraid to ask for something that you may feel is completely impossible for you to get. Ask for it anyway. Write the date and write the time and see how God shows up and he shows out. I hope y'all have enjoyed today's episode of Zeal Real. And if you have any comments, I would love to hear from you. If you need any insight, if you have any show topics that you like for me to hit here and there, just let me know. Send me an email at zealreal20 at gmail.com or simply just send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. I love y'all. Stay encouraged. Peace.